I'm Megan Pidcock on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I am with a retired professor from Hillsdale, Sam Connect, who currently has an exhibit at the Ella Sharp Museum. So hello, thank you for joining me. Hi Megan, thanks for having me. Um, so tell me a bit about this, the exhibit. I know it's portraits and landscapes. What's the thinking behind it? Um, inspiration, that sort of thing. Well, I have long, long ago ties to Ella Sharp Museum, which is in Southwest Jackson, 3225 South Forest Street. Mm-hmm. And I taught some courses there while I was uh, freshly minted in a Master of Fine Arts degree from the University of Michigan and also living in Jackson County, so close by. Anyway, uh, I checked in with them a few months back and asked to um, be considered for an exhibit opportunity. And much to my surprise and delight, they said, well, we have an opening after the first of the year. How about February through May? And that was great news. And so I said, yeah, sign me up. Mm-hmm. How has it been being at the museum? Well, great. It's uh, it, it, it's a uh, varied uh, facility with uh, exhibits of local history. It's really a museum for art and history. Um, hands-on stuff for kids, as well as a very large uh, gallery room. And currently I've got 43 of my original paintings there. Awesome. Um, I know there was a an event on February 18th where you uh, uh, demonstrated a portrait painting. How was that? How did that go? Well, that went great. Thanks, Megan. Uh, uh, in preparation for that, I asked uh, noted Hillsdale College history professor, uh, Dr. Darrell Hart, Darrell uh, Hart, uh, to be my model. And um, he, uh, he agreed. And uh, so we, we planned that. We had, um, on that Saturday afternoon, we had uh, a two-hour slot uh, before the opening reception for the exhibit. And so uh, right from scratch on a bare canvas, uh, I began to work uh, to uh, capture Daryl's likeness. And so uh, the, the, the demo went well. We had probably 50 people in attendance, uh, some Hillsdale folks, some Jackson folks, and even a federal judge and his wife from, uh, from Grand Rapids. That's cool. So... <laughs> So, and, um, and you know, the, uh, I, doing a two-hour oil painting demo is like um, asking to have your train derail. Uh, but, um, you know, there were a few moments when I thought, oh, I'm in deep trouble here. I've made his chin too long or, you know, I haven't nailed the skin tones in this area. But uh, uh, I was able to rescue it, and um, seem, people seem to appreciate it. And, and also to see the process unpacked. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure anything you did was impressive. I'm not the most artistically talented myself, so um, seeing some of your portraits, they're pretty awesome. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. You're very kind. I do have a lot of portraits in buildings around campus, uh, and I've been grateful for the the commissions that the college has given me over the the decades. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had an exhibit at the Hillsdale um, art installation? Yeah, in the uh, Daughtry Gallery of the building formerly known as Sage Center. Yes. Uh, And yeah, I've I've had many exhibits there over the years. Uh, On average, maybe one every other year. So it's very fortunate to be able to show my work on campus. Did you have a favorite class to teach when you were here? 
Oh boy. Um, well, you know, drawing one was always a, a big kick because uh, the students came in uh, with, with uh, great eagerness, but they didn't know me, I didn't know them. And so the, uh, the journey of getting acquainted and kind of figuring each other out and um, doing my best to instill a love of realistic drawing in them. Your area of expertise is realistic drawing. What led you to that? Well, as a, as a youngster, probably even before middle school, uh, I loved to draw. It was in the family culture. My grandfather was a really talented amateur painter, uh, so serious about it that uh, in his retirement, he would go to coastal Massachusetts and uh, attend workshops with really great maritime artists. And, um, and he, he, uh, he loved to paint landscapes. Not very good at portraiture, but uh, he taught me a lot. It was a great example, and the same could be said about my father, who uh, in college was a landscape architecture major and uh, was expected to, to be able to draw well for that major. So when I was uh, you know, attempting my sketches, I always had uh, a, a fresh eye from dad or gr grandfather to uh, check it out give me some advice cool um and then what led you to Hillsdale well uh yeah Hillsdale was um a little bit of a roll of the dice in that um in in 1973 I uh, moved to Jackson County in order to uh, begin a master of fine arts degree at University of Michigan and um Money was pretty tight, so I got contact information uh, for uh, colleges in a 50-mile radius of where I was living and checked in with each one of them, Albion, Adrian, Siena Heights, and so on. And um, lo and behold, Miss Joy Stewart, who was the department head here in art, said, yeah, we can, we can use you. So I started part-time in 73 teaching drawing, maybe a little bit of painting, and actually art education classes, because I had earned a uh, teaching certificate while an undergrad at Michigan State. So that, that um, led me to get involved with, with Hillsdale, and uh, I actually spent six years teaching here part-time, a couple days a week, and uh, especially during the master's years, uh, it was really uh, schizophrenic, because um, three days a week I was in an arbor, wearing jeans and whatever, and uh, uh, two days a week I'd be here with you know, shirt and tie kind of kind of get up. How did the art department change in your time here? Well, it, it's changed a lot. Uh, it was, um, once I was on board, it was a faculty of two and a half people, and I was the half-timer. Uh, there was a potter, Bert Fink, who um, taught uh, uh, ceramics courses, a little bit of sculpture, and art appreciation classes. Miss Joy Stewart taught a huge range of courses to round out the art curriculum. Uh, everything from painting to an interior design course, because Hillsdale ladies were probably expected to be executive wives and pick out the furniture and so on, and you know, it, it felt like a little bit of a finishing school program at the time. 
but um, uh, I give I give Miss Miss Stewart credit for having really good instincts on encouraging uh, good drawing and painting abilities and and good art history too. She was well grounded in that. So I I picked up the um, the baton and uh, went from there. Uh, and by 1990, uh, we'd grown a little bit with more in the way of drawing and art education. Uh, Bill Bippus from Spring Arbor University came down and lent a hand with, uh, with Art Ed. And um, by 1990, uh, Professor Fink had left the scene, um, uh, untimely death. And so that gave us an opportunity, though, um, to, uh, to fill that vacancy left by Bert's passing. And uh, we were uh, very fortunate to, to get Tony Frudakis. I had felt that, okay, th three-dimensional studio, we could either go to pottery or possibly to sculpture. But my reasoning was sculpture had so much more to do with the course of Western civilization than pottery, no offense, potters. <laughs> uh, uh, but we got Tony, who uh, National Academy of Design, uh, full member, National Sculpture Society, and so on. And of course, known here as the um, predominant sculptor of Liberty Walk statues. So uh, Tony added tremendous strength and prestige to the art department, and we, we basically locked arms with a shared sense of uh, the, uh, uh, the value of uh, art that represents people, rep represents things you can recognize, and so on. And um, so little by little, uh, the department grew with the addition of Barbara Bushy, who uh, taught here uh, mm -hmm. with um, design and art history classes for many years until her retirement a year ago. And um, we picked up a photography professor, Doug Kuhn. And um, so, uh, oh, and, and computer graphics as well. I, I was very much considered er, uh, intent upon having both a fine arts component in the department and an art history component as well as a uh, two-dimensional design uh, slash computer graphics uh, region of the department. And so we got, um, initially we've got uh, Brian Springer, uh, who was a Hillsdale grad from the 90s, to um, come in and teach computer graphics, color theory, and other related uh, digital uh, courses. So it's it's grown a lot. So now it's a it's a you know a makeup of um, four people, maybe five, and uh, and things are humming along great. Do you have a favorite period of art history? Well, um, I have two, and I um, I instituted uh, Hillsdale's first course in the history of American art and architecture, and that was back probably still in the eighties felt very much uh, appropriate for Hillsdale. And also, I kind of retooled our Art 308 to uh, be heavily focused on Italian Renaissance. And those were the, uh, the upper-level uh, art history courses that I, uh, I was most keen about, the most in which I would um, always have my camera at the ready if I was visiting an important American city or someplace in Italy. I, I think my favorite is the, um, I like the Hudson River Valley paintings 
um, the landscapes. I think they're beautiful. Um, I'm from Cleveland, so there's quite a few in the art museum there, and it's free, and I go all the time. It's so much fun. Um, and then I think I like Impressionism. I think it's very pretty, all the different colors and such, and how they mix together. So, Well, it's great that you would mention that, uh, because uh, those, those um, schools, so to, as we say in mm-hmm. art history, uh, really groupings, are, are my go-to wells for inspira- inspiration. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of landscape painting uh, in Wilderness, Michigan, um, on location and also from photographs that I uh, take. It's quite an interesting mix or balance that way. And um, I find that uh, the unspoiled stretches of northern Michigan or even back roads Hillsdale County, as, as well as the Upper Peninsula, they're, they're just endless vistas of wonderful um, scenery. You know, I mean, to get churchy for a moment, God's creation is just laid out there for you, yeah. ready to be uh, celebrated. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the Hudson River Gang, uh, really quite phenomenal in their truth to nature uh, and their botanical abilities and geological abilities to record facts in their, all their splendor, and also a sense of um, the presence of the Almighty represented in infinite spaces and infinite multitude of plants and animals and uh, rocks, creeks, and so on. Mm-hmm. But then the impre- Impressionists came along, and they took a different view on color and light than, than did the Hudson River Gang. and. Um, but I think one of the things that has been a perennial favorite in Impressionism is that it's held up a mirror to um, everyday life, to, to middle-class existence initially uh, with the French uh, artists, uh, Monet, Manet, and others. And, um, of course, uh, anyone that studies art history knows that initially the Impressionists were... Uh, were scorned by the art establishment. But little by little, uh, the work caught on, not only among artists, but among the general public. And it's, um, it's enjoyed great acclaim and, and love ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you find your inspiration? Well, just getting out on a, on a, on a back road or uh, going up north uh, as far as landscape goes. Uh, I get inspired by people I meet, you know, and I find endless fascination in looking at the human face and form, and um, I feel that that's cosmically correct to have that mm-hmm. that fascination. Um, and and so when I do a portrait, uh, each portrait becomes a new adventure in really understanding not just the outward physical appearance of the individual, but their inner character. And it, um, my, my personal philosophy is that my job is to re- balance an attention, a very careful attention to visual truth, but also to um, represent the character of the person, the, their dignity. And I, I prefer to suggest that my subjects yeah, you know, by the way I represent them, are essentially good people. 
going back to the uh, your uh, exhibit at the Ella Sharp Museum, um, what sort of for the uh, portraits and landscapes that you have on, on display there, what made you choose them specifically? Well, um, it's, it was an interesting um, uh, opportunity to tackle in that I have work that um, has been in my possession from earlier years. I think the youngest painting, or the oldest, I guess, uh, is from the late 70s, uh, a, a large, very, very detailed painting of a, a Victorian farmhouse uh, up in Jackson County. And uh, there are a few other um, works dragged out of my personal archive, and yet um, the majority of the works in the show are pretty recent, you know, within the last three or four years. And um, so it was high time to look around for a venue to display those and get that work out there and see how people would react. Have you, how have people reacted? Reacted oh, well? Well, quite well. I mean, the evidence so far uh, is uh, three, three paintings are definitely sold, uh, nibbles on several more, and the traffic has been great. I mean, the, uh, the afternoon of the portrait demo and reception, we had maybe 70 or 80 people come through and um, I'm told that uh, the foot tra traffic continues. Uh, even such folks as uh, uh, Professor Miller and his wife Amy have visited the show very recently. Secretly, they did so to uh, get out of their house while the ice storm had robbed them of power. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> No, but the Millers have bought a, uh, a, a nice little watercolor from me recently, and, uh, and I think the uh, traffic from other folks from campus and uh, the city of Hillsdale uh, continues. Well, let me jump in uh, and, and say that uh, in, in the meantime that the show is up, this I feel like uh, that I'm on a, on a good trajectory uh, with my work. Uh, just yesterday, uh, I drove to uh, Grand Rapids and met with a federal uh, district judge who uh, decided that I should be the one to do his official portrait for oh, wow. his courtroom in Grand Rapids. And I'm, I'm uh, thrilled by that opportunity. Uh, I, I like the individual who for now can remain nameless, but uh, I'm, I'm uh, keenly enthused about uh, the opportunity to paint his portrait and have that added to the, uh, uh, the groupings of uh, former justices in his courtroom. What's your process like for painting someone? Well, um, it usually, it, it, um, well, I have two types of portraits that I do. I do the commissioned work where I'm approached and non-commissioned works where I think, oh, that person's really interesting. They've got a great story. I'd like to paint them. So if it's a commissioned portrait, uh, we, we have a period of, uh, you know, a meeting, um, a couple hours maybe, uh, of just conversation, getting acquainted, um, and uh, taking the measure of each other. And I show them a portfolio of my work. And uh, so that that is a catalyst for conversation and insight. Uh, and then if, um, if the client wants to go forward, then we arrange for a sketching session where I just work with a sketch pad, pencil, and so on, 
And that, that way I start to learn more about the person's likeness, their facial architecture and skin tones and how all that is brought out in light and shadow. Then after that, and this is how it will work with the, uh, with the, uh, the next judge portrait, we'll arrange for a photo session. Uh, Any more in the life of a portrait artist, uh, it's extremely rare that a uh, subject will offer life sittings for extended periods of time. The people that commission these oil portraits um, are probably doing because of a tradition in their profession or maybe be because they would like that for their home. And, um, but they're, they're busy VIPs. And uh, so you're lucky just to get maybe an hour or two here and there for a photo session. And then, then there needs to be follow-up review of the photography. And uh, oftentimes I will work with Photoshop, very much my friend, to, let's say, change background or uh, erase a few wrinkles mm -hmm. uh, that are unnecessary and so on, and so all that gets reviewed before I launch onto the bare canvas. And um, even with that, uh, eventually, uh, when I feel it's presentable, uh, basically done, I will have a reveal with the client. And, but you know, if they have any um, requests for minor changes, I, I go back to the, the easel and, uh, and do those touch-ups. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking to me. Uh, this has been Sam Connect. Uh, he has an exhibit at the Ella Sharp Museum through May 30th uh, of Portraits and Landscapes. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. This is Radio Free Hills 101.7 FM. Mm -hmm.